Hello. This is uh, this is a moment I think we've all been waiting for, because I keep alluding to this in all of our. Are they every time we jump on here with Matt, Evan, and Logan, they're like, "Oh, oh what happened? What's that thing you just did?" It's like I can't talk about it yet. I can't talk about it. I wanted to wait till I had an expert with me. Talk talk around it. Yeah. So I so I have to avoid it. It's like no no no. It's it's great, but I'm I'm waiting. And now this is that we are we are going to dive into what the hell just happened a couple of weeks ago. I'm with the expert himself, one of the <laughs> co-founding members of Vets, Veterans Exploring Treatment Solutions. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, one of the very few organizations that are out there actually trying to find fixes for this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thanks for having me, JT. Of course. And uh, please don't call me an expert again. Uh, I mean, that'd be, that'd be horrible to all the PhDs and <laughs> people. You've surrounded yourself with other experts though, which then of course they bleed off. I mean, just my four days with your, with, with, with pieces of your team, I learned so much, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, you saw how many questions I was a- asking, trying to dispel myths and everything. That was a big, I was super, super amped about that is because I had a real doctor that has studied all these things for 30 plus years going, mm, nope, nope, you relied too on that one. That's a myth. That's yeah. a myth. <laughs> yeah, I think it's super important to surround yourself with, you know, people that are smarter than you. And, um, you know, I feel like we've been on the job training since, you know, my experience, uh, Veterans Day, ironically, in 2017. And so, um, you know, everything's just kind of been a whirlwind and a bullet train. And since then, we've funded now just over 350 special operations veterans seeking out the same treatment that, um, you may discuss here yeah. momentarily. We're about to get into that. Yeah. I would, I want to talk to every one of them. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I, it, I've struggled the last couple of weeks. Cause it's like, I, it, I'm looking at my phone. Like, I don't, shit. I only know two people that understand this. And, and, and that's something we're going to get into. So that you guys have a number of different things that, that you're funding grants to go explore all over the world where, different practices, different cultures where things are, are legal and, and controlled in different areas, different ways. And you guys are just pushing veterans that take the initiative, do the research, provide you with a plan. Yep. And then you go, all right, you have all the boxes checked. Go tell us how this is. Yeah. You've laid it out. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, to be a, you know, a legal 501c3 here in the U S um, we had to be you know really careful. It took us, um, we, we literally spent over hundred K in attorney's fees. Uh, we have a nonprofit team. We have a schedule one team and to put that all together and do this right. Um, when Just researching, making sure that you guys making are ch- sure that we checks and balances we, are done and we, you're clear of liability. We uh, make sure that the, the individuals that come to us are safe and they're going to vetted clinics that we know provide the right treatment. Uh, we protect the donors. Um, you know, I think everything we've done up until this point, we've taken a really slow methodical route. Thanks to Amber, um, you know, my wife and the executive director of vets, unlike probably you and I, who I like to just forge ahead and sprint. Yeah. If we, if we did it my way, uh, it's probably been done, uh, two and a half years ago. So, um, you know, (laughs) the wrong way, the wrong way. Exactly. So yeah, we, we've done it right. Um, guys are seeking out their own research. We're launching, you know, a whole kind of web-based educational platform, uh, that we'll be launching here very soon, uh, where individuals who are interested in, you know, any types of psychedelic assisted therapy will be able to come to the website, 
um, and learn about these different medicines and what they do and which one is right for them. Because, you know, what I did in 2017, which we'll talk about here shortly, I began, you know, we call that the nuclear option and 5-MeO-DMT, oh which God. is the- two, That's two atom bombs is, in this, one weekend. Exactly. And so not everybody needs those. Um, but again, most of the guys coming from the special operations community have either some type of MTBI, post-traumatic stress, depression, major depressive disorder, you know, anxiety, um, drinking, heavy drinking, and a few come that are hooked on opioids from uh, some surgeries, uh, combat wounds. A lot of our guys, yeah, yeah, just get freaking yep. hooked. Yes, I mean, we. Um, I think on average, the guys that we see or girls are on uh, eight prescribed medications. Wow. from the VA, uh, I was on ten. Um, we had some that were on seventeen, over twenty. Um, I still can't believe but that's it. our fix right I now. I can't believe that doctors prescribe that many medications. That, and that's it. Time. Oh, you have this symptom. Here's a, here's a medicine for that. Oh, you have this symptom. Here's a medicine for that. It's, yeah. it's not, we're not doing anybody any good with this other than making, you know, a bunch of drug companies money. A lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go into, we'll do, do a couple things here is number one. First, I want to get out a resource for you guys. If you, as soon as you're done with the show, one starting point that you can can access is just Google Amber and Marcus Capone, Time Magazine. Time has a really good article that explains your beginning, uh, how this, and, and, it, and it's written, you know, kind of from Amber's perspective, yeah. which is really, really cool. So you guys can see how this whole thing kind of tipped off. But yes, I went, I went down uh, under their guys and, and did an Ibogaine treatment and 5-MeO-DMT. Now we're going to dive into this right now. It's going to be fucking crazy, probably. Like these are when the one thing that I do have to say right now is yes, you've had all your buddies and, and you yourself and your friends, you've said, you said things before, man, I almost died today. This is the craziest time of my life. This is the craziest time of my life. I'm not using that at all lightly. That treatment was by far the wildest, the <laughs> insanest, the like, it, it is indescribable how powerful, how aggressive, how terrifying, and I will get into it, but it is, it is hands down, like the most powerful drug I've ever experienced. I mean, from every spectrum, if you took a pie chart of every possible fucking fathom that you can think about what something could do to you, that thing pinged on the rev limiter on every category. Like, so you can't wait to do it again, right? I will do it. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. And that's, that's a lot of my friends are like, they call me, how was it? It was the most terrifying, terrible, it really uh, was. Uh, absurd, awful, horrible, depressing, scary experience of my life. But I can't wait to go back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's pretty miserable. I try to explain to people who don't understand that is, this is not a recreational experience. And that is why I it's not a recreational medicine. And a lot of people need to be educated People haven't on that. heard about it. And that's a, a yeah. lot of people are like, I've never heard of that. Like, and I'm saying, bro, it's the top. This is, Ibogaine is the top of the pyramid when it comes to psychedelic and, 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 and this, this yeah, species. Psychedelic of, assisted, you know, yeah. we, we mix it, of course, with psychedelic assisted therapy. But even if you do, you know, psilocybin or LSD or some of these other ones that they're studying, they're also using for, for therapeutic purposes. When you do what they call hero doses or flood doses of those, yeah. um, you're not getting to the same level, I think, as you experience with Ibogaine. It's a, it's a different type of journey. It still can suck, and right? You're how, still purging. Yes, People are still, still puking. Yeah. Um, you're still revisiting parts of your life that 
um, that you may needed to revisit, right? That are, that are, you know, making you stuck in your current life. And so those other psychedelics out there are very, very powerful. Um, shouldn't be taken lightly, should be done in a clinical setting, can get you to a place of that mystical experience where you're revisiting points in your life. But I, I always go back to Ibogaine, 5-MeO, that's the nuclear option, right? That, that the atom you, That's that the atom bomb where you need, yeah. to, you need to get but, to. And, and, and I'll get into the process because the way that you guys paired those was very interesting to me after I've done, you know, I've done two weeks worth of research, just diving headfirst in this. I've already read two books on it all. Like, like I've, I've been reading people's accounts. I've watched a, doc, a couple documentaries and things like that. So that we'll, we'll get to towards the end yeah. about how you guys paired these two. But first, like, let me, let me explain. I've done 10 grams of mushrooms in one, at once. Like, you know, that, that's the diving. That's the, the off the diving board experience, you know, where and, you really fall off. You, and and you how does that compare? Glare. Like eating a bell pepper, <laughs> the mushrooms, and then Ibogaine is eating a ghost pepper. So my spiciness with the mushrooms, uh, 10 grams of mushrooms was a bell yeah. pepper. Ibogaine, ghost pepper. Which, Probably which, 40 ghost peppers. Which, which sounds like a lot. Which sounds like a lot. Yeah, you're I, talking, I've had a uh, separate medical, a clinical treatment with psilocybin and MDMA combination that they're studying now. And uh, it was nothing like that. Um, at all. So that's why I'm curious. I've never done, you know, a flood dose or, or had never needed and, to. And that's where I'll go with my history with this. And this is something that I spoke with, you, you, you know, during this, let me, I'll try to keep informing you on how this stuff works. So you guys all can kind of keep up with us. So I'm not just speak because you know, but yeah, the, I should the, slow team, down. the team that you have set up, this is not a, this isn't a, here's your plane ticket. You show up and you go like, this was a a month long screening process, your, your blood work is taken, your, your, you get an EKG done. And then you have these, uh, meetings with, with a journey guide, what, which I've liked to call them yeah. now. It's, it's a coaching uh, team. That, I don't like the word counselor. I don't yeah, like no, they're, they're, they're coaches. They're, they're actually therapists yeah. that do psychedelic assisted coaching. Um, and they have experience like, you know, between 15 and 20 years of working with the medicine yeah, they're, aside from counseling. So they really bring the whole package. And I think that's super important. And again, you know, they're handpicked by us um, because we have to make sure that like they're right for the and individual. You guys, yes, you guys picked, and, and that's another thing I want to touch on is your guys' process, I think, is, is really, really well. Because I, I had access to kind of every every different style that I would need in this situation where you had two operators there that, that had done this treatment before they were experienced coaches. They, they had experienced the same hardships and same things that we've gone through. So having that reflection and that similarity with them and being able to ask them questions was very helpful, but then having the experts like, like the doctor and, and, and our other journey guides that were there that were just years upon years upon years of, of studying this, of helping people through it and things like that. That was a very, a very key piece. And one of the very interesting things with my journey guide that was assigned to me, you know, uh, I had spoken to her in the interim of, yes, hey. I, I like how you call her journey guide. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> I think it's awesome. <laughs> it's a respectable. Bit. No, it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is. I guess it is a journey, That's what journey guide, right? That's what they're like, there for. They're supposed to guide you through the experience. I mean, I've heard horror stories of people doing this on their own and then coming out of it and being, you know, 
almost wounded. They didn't have that Yeah, hands. almost a wounded dog for a couple <laughs> yeah. months going, what the fuck did I just experience? Like you have to have that integration coach yes. who knows what the hell is going on. You have to, I mean, I, and, and again, we're going to get to it, but coming out of the 5-MEO DMT and opening my eyes to my journey guide was that helped so much. Like I needed that. Had I, had I not had anybody there or nothing like, yeah, you're, you just scrambled everything. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm still recovering. Like I'm still coming off of it two and a half weeks later. Yeah. Um, so, and you'll be experiencing stuff for the next couple of weeks. I'm taking three extra rides. Yeah. Everybody's different. You know, like it's, it's personalized medicine, right? Yeah. How medicine's supposed to be. Um, you may be a couple of days, another person may be a couple months. Yeah. So. It's wild. All right. Yeah. So without being around the bush, bush. Um, so talking to my journey guide leading up to it, I had, I had told her, you know, I attribute a lot of everything I've been able to achieve up to this moment to a specific time in 2011 when I dove deep into psilocybin for the first time. I had never done any drugs before in my life, but that, that time period was Why'd really, really, really bad. Um, okay. It was, it was leading after one of my best friends, Danny Sanchez was killed. Brad Smith was killed that year. And, 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 and all these guys that were, that were close to me and everything. And at the same time, I was, I was the president of the TACP association. So I, I had a heavy integration with the families post the, the KIA. And that was taking a huge toll. Like, like, just like you're talking about some of the journey guides are saving space and taking on a lot They're of taking everybody's negative burdens. energy. 100%. It's like, yeah, you're, you start carrying that and it just start, starts affecting you. And, and anybody that's experienced um, a death in the family or a death in the, in, in the military, dude, nine times out of 10, the family starts fighting. And then the family is trying to pull you in different directions to take a side, yeah, you know, and game. that, yeah. And it is, it is just gross. Like I, I, it's so depressing because it's such a horrible time. And then, and then to top that off, it's a ton of negative energy. It's a ton of blame. It's a ton of, of, of just, it, it sucks. And that was pushing me to a breaking point. And, and because I diversified kind of the crowd that I hang out with, I didn't isolate myself with just military guys. I, I hung out heavily with a lot of musicians at the time because I was playing live music around Florida. This is when I was an instructor down at Herbert Field. And these were the guys that were like, man, you you are diving down a deep hole and you need try this. And they were the ones that suggested mushrooms. And again, I didn't know anything about this. I didn't know what a psychedelic was. I didn't yeah. know what acid was. I, I was the same exact way, by like, the way. It, like, it took me a year it. to go and do, the, do my experience the first time because I was like you, I was scared. I mean, I grew up, you know, drinking some beer, playing sports, um, never did drugs. Uh, so when this was first... Uh, talked about. I thought it was nuts. You know, like how can you take another pill to to solve a problem that you've been trying to solve though for the last you know six or seven years? So I get it. You know, you're searching for answers. Um, and and yeah, so so I give it a shot, and that's that first out of body experience that I have where I'm staring at myself, sitting at my desk in my room with all this equipment piled up that I've purchased, all this film equipment, music equipment, and all this, the coolest setup ever. And I had this conversation to the back of my own head. It was like, you tell everybody you want to make movies, you come home and drink. You tell everybody that you're going to do X, Y, and Z, you're going to work on the new Batman, you come home and drink. 
you tell everybody you're going to, you're going to start a band. You're going to sing, you're going to record these songs. You're going to make a music video. You come home and drink. You tell everybody you're going to be the next, this X, Y, and Z, you come home and drink. And it was like a, for that first time you had this, this unfiltered conversation with yourself. And what I, what I, what I explained to my journey guide. And I think I talked to you about is what you don't really consciously realize uh, in your life is every time you go to a friend to seek guidance, you, your ego is padding the situation to side with you. So for instance, if I have a breakup, I run to you and what am I telling you? I'm telling you everything that she did wrong mm-hmm. that led to this breakup. Am I ever once turning around and going, well, I may have handled that poorly. I may have made some bad decisions. I may have been an enabler to make that situation worse rather than trying. No, I'm, I'm giving you my side of the story. So you affirm with me and you look at me and go, no, nah, man, I'm glad you got out. So I feel good about myself. And when you have that spiritual and that, that really good kick with, with mushrooms, that first time you look at yourself, you don't have that sided filter anymore. You can't lie. Yeah. You can't pad. Yeah. I think the first time is the, the most profound. Yeah. For sure. And I think it's what you probably talk about, what I talk about. You know, some people say it's the most, you know, one to five most profound experiences of their life because they're experiencing what you just, you just talked about, something that you needed to see. You couldn't see. Your ego wouldn't let you see that. A hundred percent. Because my ego was, it's everybody else's yep. fault. Yep. And, and not mine. Oh, it's everybody else's fault. Oh, wait, no, I'm passed out at 930 at night because I'm hammered. No, but the reason why I'm not getting commercial jobs or any of that's somebody else's fault. That's, right. So and, I'm going to drink because of their problem. Exactly. So I, I woke up out of that, out of that one. Very curious about mushrooms, number one, because I was, again, for those of you that have never done psilocybin, it's not like alcohol. You are not impaired. So it's not like you wake up and go, oh, what I do, what I say. You are amplified. You, you just squirted adrenaline into your brain and your brain goes, ooh, hey, let's play. Watch yeah. this stuff that you don't know that I can do. Yep. Um, so I started really diving in and studying uh, psilocybin and mushrooms at the time, but I also got to work. After coming out of that initial trip is when I started, hey, you're not to go to bed until you complete one tutorial a night on Photoshop, Lightroom, After Effects, or Adobe Premiere. And I I forced myself into this new structure of, okay, if I want to be an editor and I want to be an expert in filmmaking, I need to learn everything I can about it. And guess what? I'm the luckiest person in the world because I got internet and I got YouTube, which can teach you anything that you want. Yep. So I dove into that and that's when I started getting better. Shortly after that, I met Gary Stevens. Gary Stevens and I, who is the creative director of Black Rifle Coffee right now, responsible for all the visual stuff that you see out here between him and his art department with Chris Hunt. Which is extremely cool for people watching this. They need to see this. Yes, everywhere is littered with stuff. Things that that, that came from Gary Stevens' talent. Um, And that's when I really kicked it into gear and started a business. And, and it's that defining moment that I needed that. And I, you couldn't get that from anybody else because it doesn't matter. You, you and I, our type of people, the military guys out there, we're stubborn. We don't like to be like, like we have obedience and we have, we have, um, followship and things like that, where we, we know how to follow orders, but yeah. we are so counterculture where it's like, wait, wait, what? No, how much, how that. much, yeah. How, how, how much can I push, yeah. push the limits? <laughs> how long can I grow my hair? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, so also too, I'll, I'll make a note before all you guys fucking dive in and start talking shit to me. I know we have Marcus as our guest on here, but he's here to help me tell the story about what just happened. And we'll get into your story as well. You're going to be like, you won't shut the fuck up, but it's, I wanted you as someone that helped create, you know, what we're looking at today and what I got to do kind of guide me through as I, as I, as I talk about the experience. I'll be your guide today. Yeah. I'm your, I'm your guide. So, so yeah, I get hit up by you guys. uh, And again, like going into this, I knew nothing. I've never heard of Ibogaine. Um, Which is common. I I mean, it's supposed to be right. Yeah. You know, this is not out there yet. It's, it's, there's, there's a bunch of companies that are doing trials now on Ibogaine and 5-MeO and psilocybin and everything else. Um, The word's starting to get out there that there's something working. Yeah. So. And so I didn't, I didn't really dive into a lot of research into it either because I really, again, it was going to this unknown, like, and, and the, the feedback I got going in, there was only one other person I knew that had gone and done your, your thing. And I called them and I was like, Hey, I'm going down to do this. And they go, it's life changing. (laughs) And I'm still like, again, you're only comparable that you have to it. For me was mushrooms or acid. I've done acid. I've done mushrooms. Like, done it but i'm just like how, i've been there you're how, like i've been there yeah how, i don't get it how is it how is it life changing well i can't explain it. and you're like okay you can't explain it all right okay uh let's go that's why when you showed me the book i began explain i went you really can't explain it interesting <laughs> yeah you can explain what's in there and where it comes from and kind of what it does but not what you personally experience no, no right? that is is a whole different animal so i go uh out with you guys We've got doctors, we've got journey guides, you're with us. You know, that was cool that you got to hang with us that weekend. Yeah, I just wanted to hold space um, for you guys. And, and you know, the night, the night falls and we're all weighed and the doctor puts, a, puts our dose together based on our weight, based on the dose that he has essentially come up with after 30 years of studying. You Treatment know. team's phenomenal. Yeah. You know, like I said, we have to be separated. Yeah. Um, and we have like, I don't know, it's not, not a partnership partnerships, a legal term, but we have a loose relationship, yeah. right. With all these different centers. Um, but they're only the best. Right. And we make sure it is. And that's why I think you experienced very, that. very, very controlled. So yeah. we are, we are all put in a room where we're on the floor. Essentially we're hooked up to an eight EKG. We've got a heart rate monitor. We've got all of our, our medical boxes to mm-hmm. our right. That's beeps and squeaks and all that stuff. You take you take your dose and, 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 uh, <laughs> you want to talk about the, uh, buckle kinda, up kind of how you take the dose, bit of a ceremony, it's right? a, Yeah. A fire ceremony. Yeah. We do, you know, we do a prayer. We do, we do a, a, a what is it? Kind of a, um, call to the, yeah, the trying medicine to, Just trying itself. to get your mind right. Trying yeah. to center you, trying to get you to stop thinking about the outside yes, world. We have, we have, right? we've abandoned all... cell phones upon yep. going out here. Like it really is the first you know, half a day with your team is breaking you away from, from your normal routine and reality and getting you in this, okay, we need you, we need you here. So eliminate the devices and everything like that. And so, yeah, we do the fire ceremony. We listen to a song, we go and get hooked up. We've taken it at this point. And, you know, they tell you, Hey, about 45 minutes to an hour, here she comes. Um, or as we said, buckle up, buckle up. That is, up. that is what our journey guide texted us the morning of buckle up. And now, now that makes sense. Then it was like, ah, what's going on? Yeah. 
Um, I'll knock this out and do something tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. no. So, so yes, at about that 45 minute mark to be exact, it starts and the medicine, medicine starts taking over. Um, the way that I, I can describe it is the starting is it's like a gyro is fired up right here in the center of your chest. And that thing starts getting to speed and that causes about, you know, eight, eight G's worth of gravity <laughs> of you in the bed now yeah. where, and if you unbalance that gyro, your equilibrium goes and you throw up. Yeah. You just want to like, you just want to, you feel like you're melting into the bed. You get really heavy, right? It is like, and it is so, it's, it's not a, oh, you feel like, no, you've got the whole pushing on your body yeah, you feel, into, into you, you your You feel bed. the medicine working. You yeah. feel the energy, right? I mean, I couldn't toes, lift my arms. Like, your back, your spine. You could feel it come, rush through your brain. I mean, it's You go through this phase where you like are conscious of every organ yes. for a minute. Yes. It's like, oh, oh man, those are my kidneys. Yep. I can feel my kidneys. Yep. I can feel my, ner- my central nervous system right now. And it's like, and then- uh, and again, you can't explain that, right? No. Like we're talking about, you can feel this and people are going, what the fuck are they talking about? Dude, like, I, you actually feel I've it. I've been in the hospital. I've been, you know, I've, I've been on morphine. I've been on everything. There is nothing as powerful as this because it takes every system of your body and pegs it to the rev limiter. And that's nuclear when, option. Yeah. That's, I, I did something that I guess people don't normally do. I went eyes open. You know, then you turned on your side. I was like, everyone, you get, we won't talk about who, but, you know, one person throwing up in the corner, somebody else throwing up, you know, things clinking and clanking. And then to watch you turn over on your side, and I was like, man, I haven't seen anybody turn over on their side. Like, he's going to start yakking really soon. Because like you said, you oh, just, yeah. I, you know, I your set, equilibrium's all jacked up. I set it off and that was <laughs> and the that was last it. time I was on my side. You never go on your side again. Nope, no. Nope. Like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be good. Uh, I mean, it, it, trying to find the words to describe hell. One, I was in hell for quite a long time. That's tough. Walls were, walls were bleeding. Things were happening. It was showing me everything. Like, demonic? Are you getting very demonic. demonic. Like I was yeah. get the next day and I'll skip ahead a little bit. The next day I was like worried for a little bit. I was like, mm-hmm. wait, is this a sign? Is it like, hey, here's where you're headed, buddy. Like, yeah, here's the dark depths of this. Like, and it is. What's going on in your head? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it was. And, and. and and I'm, I'm just trying to find all the words that we explain it. Like, number one, the medicine's alive, we believe. You know, we believe because we, when you try and fuck with it, you try and trick it, and you try and, and, you try and uh, slide out of what it's trying to do to you, it goes, oh, nope, boop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it does come from a plant, right? I yeah. mean, it's... Uh... Yeah, there's there's no there's no tricking. Yeah, that. you'll be like you'll be like, oh man, this is getting real bad. Let me think good thoughts, rainbows, unicorns, uh, pull me out, and it's and you like you like start to feel the bliss, and it goes, oh no, whoa, <laughs> here you go. Yeah, you're going to sit through all of this, and 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 we, we, you we've nicknamed it Grandpa. So Grandpa beats your ass. He does. Yeah, beats your ass. I think in the uh, you know in the psychedelic community. Um, you know, they, they consider like Ibogaine, like the grandfather and ayahuasca, the grandmother, um, both extremely well, powerful. I've heard grand, uh, ayahuasca is, is dad because high, and here's, here's how they explained it. Ayahuasca, you know, dad will, 
all right, go ahead and try it. And when you get, when you fuck up, it's like, see, you learn on your own. Yeah, you yeah. learn on your own. Like, here you go. Whereas grandpa, all I began is just like, you motherfucker, oh, yeah. you're gonna learn. <laughs> my guide, my therapist is just amazing. She, that's the way she's explained it was, you know, I began Marcus is not going to like walk you in there all slowly. It's just going to go boom. Yeah. Where ayahuasca may kind of bring you into Did you learn? Bah! Yeah, exactly. Did you learn? Bah! Exactly. So, but I think there's, you know, there's unbelievable healing in both medicines. And, you know, I've never, ever done an ayahuasca retreat. I haven't yet either. Plan to and now in the I future want to. because yeah. it's very real. I'll go and with you. There are so many veterans that have found healing. So, you know, we can, we can talk about that. There's another uh, nonprofit out there that's focused on taking guys down there and, and doing ayahuasca to Costa Rica and Peru. And I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. You know? uh, and just to be clear, Ibogaine is ayahuasca with ten, to the 10th power. It's a little 10 on the, in there, right there. Uh, yeah. So let's, uh, yeah. let's dive I into the science. I didn't invent the medicine. Yeah. The science <laughs> real quick. You know, what is it doing in there? Um, from what I've read and, and, and what I've heard from the doctor, Ibogaine essentially is going into your brain. It's looking for those areas where you have severed a neuropathway and, and through trauma, through, through concussions, through explosions, through, through really bad, you know, psychological situations, you hurt your brain that it can't, it can't repair itself after the age of 24. Um, so anything that has happened after the age of 24, like you have these severed neuropathways, your brain then makes an offshoot or a detour, which is substantially smaller and weaker than the initial. And these are the things that cause depression, anger, anxiety, you know, just a racing mind, just unclear 100%. thoughts, my, bad my, memories. Mild TBIs, right, are yeah. causing all these, you know, quote, quote unquote, PTSD symptoms. And um, yeah, I mean, my, my non-medical knowledge, it, you know, at the end of the day, it heals the brain. Yeah. It's helping heal the brain. And when I came back uh, from my, my journey in 2017, Amber said, you know, man, your cognitive like functioning is just, is off the charts. Like you are really sharp. You're really with it. And I said, man, I was fogged for so long. I said, I think this really did something to the brain. And I do, I actually have, uh, I have brain scans from the aiming clinic before and after and before I don't know if you've seen those scans where they do spec scans where you have little like deadened spots in your brain. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, I have those prior to going down and then post uh, Ibogaine, like they're going. Can we get those pictures for this? Yeah. Uh, to to put them up during the show? Yeah, we should, I should try yeah, to find Yeah, that would be those. great to see we'll, the we'll side by side. Yeah, it's uh, pretty remarkable. Just basically meaning that the blood's starting to flow again. Yeah. And those- Well, those and that's what I've, I'm saying is, is that the Ibogaine is going in, it's hitting that, that severed neuropathway and it's redrilling. It's going, okay. And that redrill, you're experiencing that severed. Why that thing severed? <laughs> that's, that's just my theory, by the way, is it's yeah. like, okay, here, we're stopping here because this is broken. Guess what? Buckle up. You're going to relive why this got broken while I fix it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, you're, you're, you're awake. You're, you, you are, remember. You are awake. Yeah. You are cognitive but you cannot move and you are in a vivid, vivid recount of your life and some experiences that you've never even encountered. I went through about five very, very traumatic experiences that were not my memories. And when I asked the doctor about that, his answer was, well, trauma is passed down through seven generations. It's coded in your DNA. Which is pretty wild, by the way, when, when you <laughs> think like, about it. 
what? Yeah, when you think about that, you know, several generations of trauma that you've had no idea. Seven. That's why people are seeing, you know, ancestors or relatives that they've never met before um, in their journeys because they could actually, it's actually being, being recounted, you know, or and recalled. I, that's, another, that's another thing I want to, to touch on is the power of the brain. If you don't really know, when you're in the journey, when you're down there, you see the sights, you see the smell, you smell the smells, you hear the sounds, you feel the feelings. Like the sounds were the most hardcore portion of this because they were so crazy. Like just, it had sound, your head knows what sounds make what, and it fills in the blanks. So like I, uh, my journey was shown to me by a series of doors that would slide in and they would go and stop and they would swing and creak and a door would open. It would start showing a thing and we'd dive into that. And then as we got to the end of that, I would come out, the door would shut and the doors would move and we'd go to a next one. Well, all of that has sound effects. Your brain sees something and records every specific detail. And when you go under Ibogaine, I think that's the first time I've ever realized how powerful, like that, that, that coded DNA from trauma that wasn't from me, I saw in HD recount of it because it, it it's like it has the MOV file yeah. sitting in there. Like, hey, double yeah, and you that can, one. And you can't Boop. control that, right? Yeah. No, you have no... You can't control it. It's, it's an awakened dream state. It's different from the other psychedelics where the other psychedelics, you, you know, you could have your eyes open. You could see a lot of visuals. You know, with Ibogaine, you take the blindfold off you know, you may be a little, you see a little bit of like a horizontal line. There was no difference for me, by the way. So I went no blindfold the whole time. It didn't matter. I didn't closed matter. my eyes or opened my eyes. I was in there. Wow. Like, like, and, wow. and, and really it reacted to my surroundings a lot. Like I would have things crawl down those lights that hung over yeah. me, you know, the bookshelf. Yeah. The book, I was laying against a bookshelf and the bookshelf leaned over and smiled at me. It looked like the, <laughs> uh, the clock from beauty and the beast. Like, and then at one point, like I was having such a bad time, like just, you're like, it was, it, it, it's it, a battle, man. It is. You, you are fighting for 10 years. Yeah. Over I, 12 hours. I, I, I puked for four hours straight. The uh, puke was in, a, in 2017. It, and it then, was a break though. Uh, yeah. I mean, but, but I was, you know, d d demonic visions and ugliness, oh, yeah. you know, like you're talking about like blood. And I mean, it was just the walls. It was bleeding. bad. I explained to people, it was one of the dark. one of the darkest, most worst experiences I've it's had. I, I, tell, so I say it's like a Mack truck, like runs you over, and then it just like, keeps doing that for like ten hours. Yeah, you know, and it was just terrible. But you the come puking, out, though, you come out the other side. Yeah, you know, the puking was a break, though. That's the thing <laughs> is when I would go over to puke, I would see my bowl. I would come out of it for a minute. Yeah, even though I'm puking and it sucks, you're like, oh my god, can we just keep doing this because I'm getting a break, and then. Oh, we're done. I'm laying back down. Ah, here we yeah. go. And then boom, I'm right back in. Dude, my, was, my puke bowl was like, it was like staring at me and moving and talking. It was terrible. I just, ah, the whole experience. I remember my journey guide went at one point to put my hair back. And the time between that. me setting the bowl down and her putting my hair back, I felt like it was a week. Like, like, oh, what are you doing here? Like, and, and, and then I even had, you know, so like I was saying, I was having a really, really bad time. And I, they, they wouldn't let me wear my watch, but I put it on the bookshelf behind me. So I like come unglued, like, and you're, you're vibrating, by the way, this, this medicine vibrates you at this, at this, 
at this frequency of that gyro is just kind of fucking in there like the whole time. And I grab my watch. It's two thirty. I'm like, okay. I got a long night ahead of me. I only got half the night. Yeah. And, and, and you are, you are fire. Your adrenaline is pumping through your body. Like you are so terrified and scared because you're just going through every bad memory you've ever had, every bad feeling you've ever had. You're, and I, you're going to make people hate this. I know. I've, I've, yeah. <laughs> you should be terrified, but fucking do it. Yeah. Don't be it's a kind bitch. Of, it's a privilege. I feel it is. Yeah. You know? well, yeah. We're going to get to this. I feel like it's a privilege. Yeah. Um, but uh, I counted to 3,800. In, in one second, I just went, okay, let's see if I can pass this. That's incredible. Um, I know the, the song that was playing on the playlist because it gave me a really beautiful space scene because you guys had the galaxy thing going. I was in there. I got, <laughs> I got a break. I counted one, two, three. I get to 3,800 and I grab my watch. It's 233. <laughs> Seriously. I mentally wow. counted to 3,803 minutes passed by. And I was like, that, that was wow. so heartbreaking, by the way. Yeah. That I, I was like, was yeah, I would cry if I could, but I didn't have any liquid left in my body. I'd thrown it all up. And uh, yeah, there's no linear you time. You can right? move. So, I mean, you, you can't even cry with your eyes. You can't move. There's two. And I was just like, oh my God. That's incredible how time just, it just, just stopped for you. Yeah. Just down. And but think how much learning goes on. We just went back in right that, in, in there. Yeah. Period, oh, right? it was just. Yeah. And again, you're you go into it with the mindset of of this is help. Like 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 bring it on. You know, it was kind of kind of like you know, I don't want a selection to be easy. Right. Like so so you're talking shit to me about oh you went through the easy selection. No, yeah. bring it on. Like and that was yeah. you know going in especially too. I had kind of a cocky attitude towards it because I'm like man I've dove myself down a mushroom bad trip. I ain't scared. And then 20 minutes into this, I'm like, oh my God. Because one thing I do want to mention, and you have have said this as well. Not only is it showing you all these things, but the medicine will package up every fucking feeling that associates it with it and go whoosh. So you're not just watching, you're experiencing like as if the, the 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 emotions behind what you're watching have been packaged up and amped up to about 11 and then given to you all at once. So if it's a terrifying or a sad thing that you're experiencing, it gives you all of that and goes, boom, you're scared and sad more than you've ever been. If it's, it, it, yeah, but it did the same thing with love and happiness. Like right. when it showed me, um, it walked me through uh, I got one of my breaks because your guys' playlist is designed to do this. Yeah, that's what it's for, it right? It agitates the, it, it, it fucking fires it up. Yeah. Yeah. When, when music starts to get a little bit more intense, you're like, oh, fuck, here it comes, right? Because you know you're going back, yeah. you're going back oh, in, the, in the ring. The sawtooth oh, sound man. of just, I was like, no, here we go. I'm Boom. with you. In that industrial sound, right? Yes. It was yeah, like the that, metal, oh, the metal can, clank, not metal music, but will, like metal clanking and grinding. I will never forget that. It, I will never forget medicine's that. like, oh, oh, we're going negative now? Great. Boom. And you probably, you know, I'm, I'm going to guess, but you probably had some of those like amazing, like loving uh, experiences, maybe like with your daughter or something. Like yeah. that's what I did, oh, yeah. right? Like, so when my family came into the journey, like it was loving, like, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we were arm in arm. It was like, very, we're singing and everything is, and the music is lighter and you're happy. And you're like, okay, this is a break. I always yeah. felt like, oh, this is a break. 
Cause I know I'm going to get, you're going to get thrown back into the deep end. Again, yeah. Right? And it was like, it would, cause, cause yeah, it would, my Charlotte, my middle child was the one that would, that would give me the break. She showed up for two breaks. Cool. And then it would, it would do this thing. Like, like it was like, she's yours. And I'd be like, Oh my God, you're right. This like, is awesome. Like, yeah, this is crazy. Um, at one point it walked me through my entire current relationship. And then again, it gives you that, Hey, remember what falling in love was? Boom. And you're yeah. like, Whoa, Holy shit. Like, it's, it's like you just took concentrated wasabi. Like, <laughs> so you're like, whoa, uh, okay. And yeah. then, and then that music is so funny because I'll show you the exact song. Like that music starts to fade out. She waved, the door closed and it went to, the, it went nicely to the left because to the left, it was telling me, keep those. If it was telling me, get rid of it, it went up and, and exploded. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, Metallica came again, back on stage to play. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> then it's a, a buzzsaw just diving. You're like, oh god, here we go back to hell. Uh, like just fighting. Feel Man. like I'm revisiting now talking I, about this. I've never dude. really talked about this, you know, much. We've yeah. been we've been pretty quiet the last couple of years, but now it's time to educate. We need to. We need everybody needs to know. Everybody needs to know that there's something out there that heals. So us talking about it is like bringing me back to my experience and your experience. I'm not a good awesome. writer or note taker. Yeah. I just don't do it. Yeah. Like everybody else had their journals. I just don't do it well. I don't know why it doesn't connect. So I have to keep telling for me to keep it alive and keep remembering. Yeah. Like I have to Tell keep the telling the story. And I still write with crayons. So that's why. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I remember after, yeah, after she faded away in that one, I went to the deepest part. That's when I was really in hell, like chains, saws, yeah. Axes, blood, pain. Yeah, agony. you can tell me about some hours. Of, I won't talk about what you told me. You you can <clears throat> you can tell. It was hours, but hours of it. That's and, crazy. And what's crazy is with that, I wasn't scared. I was happy. And that's what was kind of scary. That's what kept I'm like, wait, why am I so comfortable? We here? need to pause here. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why why am I so comfortable? Okay. That's all right. All right. But you, I was working you, through some you things. You obviously had to work through some stuff and get some <laughs> get, get some shit out. You know? I yeah. And you and know? that's what it did. Is it made me repeatedly beat and kill until until it 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 left. Yeah. Like, and that was that was it. It was like the primal, the primal anger. Like that's what I feel like it was. It was like, hey, take all that anger. Let's go. Take it. Go. You free reign. Let's see it. And then when you get tired, you're like, it's like, okay, see? I'm done. You it's got all it. out. It's yeah. all out. Leave it. Leave it here. Let's go. And how about mm. now? Fucking nothing. Like, I can't even explain. Like, I, and again, it's how do you explain this? I get blown away every time, honestly. I just tell people I puked for four to six hours, so a bunch of demons woke up and it changed my life. They're like, what? They're like, they're like, (laughs) how was it? The worst experience of your life, but you should do it. What? Why? It was amazing. (laughs) It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You wake up that next morning. Like, we all woke up very early. Yeah. Uh, Well, not wake up, but you kind of come to the music, like, leveled. Like, it was almost on cue. Because, I mean, I've studied that playlist now, 17 hours and 53 minutes. I know exactly where we came out. And it came out. It was like, okay. It, like, lets you go. It's like, hey, remember what I said, motherfucker. Boosh. And then you just settle back in to earth. And yeah. you are so confused. You are so spent, by the way. Like, yeah. you, you just, and, and this is the best way to, that I feel that I can explain this. You just got the shit kicked out of you by every person that you love in your life. So not only do you feel like you physically just got fucked up, you feel emotionally a wreck because everything was just 
ripped wide open and they went, hmm, all right. You just had your ego crushed, yeah. you know? I mean, you really did. And like, you saw who you truly are. Yeah. You know, I think for some it's tough, but I think once you get past that part, like the wounded dog part, you know, then the next day, you notice how guys are like sleeping on couches and away from everybody. Cause yeah. they're just thinking about, holy shit, did I really think, is that what's going on in my head? You know, but then you talk to your guide and you get better. And all of a sudden, like now you feel incredible. And then thinking back to it, it's very, very fascinating because the medicine really puts the center stage on the things that you should be focused on. And it shows you and deletes the things that that should not be important. Like a hundred percent. I'm convinced. Like it was like, look at this. You're ignoring that. Because your career, because your opportunities, because this, this is sitting right here and it's, it's, it's not going to be there the whole time. So you might want to wake up and focus on that right now and all this other shit. Fuck it. Yeah. That's what it did for me. It, it really brought me back to my family. It brought me back to Amber and the kids to finally have a real relationship with them. Not a dad's at work. We never see them. And oh, my family's back there. And they'll always be there. I'm not really thinking about them. I'm just thinking about work. It kind of shifted my whole perspective on, holy shit, man, like everything you really need has been right in front of you the whole time. Yeah. You know, and that's what the medicine was obviously showing you. It was like, hey, maybe you should focus on some of this well, stuff. And, and that's the thing is leading into this too, this was a note that I probably should have said in the, in the beginning is, is how crazy of, a, of an atheist that I've been for years, probably a decade, decade and a half. Uh, I've just been very anti- and I think that was just a sharp upbringing um, where it was just forced. And yeah. then, but, but me, I shoot holes in things and, and contradict where it was like, yeah, you're claiming that the church and this religion is about this, but you guys are a fucking disaster. Like yep. all you guys yep. do is get together and talk shit about other people. And you're not actually really nice to other, like if a family doesn't show up for one thing, then it's, oh, let's all talk shit about that family. It's like, he's, this is all bullshit to me, yeah. which I'm still completely against organized religion and things like that. I think that's all fucking craziness. It, it, I think people just get the wrong message and humans inherently fuck everything up that they touch. So, I mean, we can't ignore that, but this entire experience, and again, we've only gotten halfway through it. This has, this has definitely shown, ooh, bring it back. You might be wrong on that one. Yeah. Um, because yeah. like, I, I think that me and Charlotte are connected because my final vision uh, during the Ibogaine journey was Charlotte and Lux and Caitlin, their mom, and my sister all at a table, like a kitchen table with food and everything, setting it up. And they were all happy. The door closed as yeah. the music was doing. And that, that slid to the left as, as you know, it was showing me, you know, this is, this is good. This yep. is good. Look at that. Well, that very morning without, I, I, I had queried their mom, like, Hey, ask Charlotte if she had any dreams last night. And Charlotte responded with, yeah, me, you, and Aunt Jenna and Luxie were all at a Thanksgiving table. So it's like, yeah, huh? Yep, yeah. I remember <laughs> you talking about that when after your experience. So it's it. like, okay, her and I got something going on. Absolutely. Um, you know, there there are definitely individuals that go in just like you who, you know, have strong anti spirituality, anti God, whatever you want to call it, um, and a lot of them come out saying, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know about you know." Catholic, you know, Jewish, Muslim, Hinduism, whatever. 
but I definitely figured out there's something, yeah. there, there, there's something that is holding the center of the universe together. And uh, I think it's pretty amazing that not one person or two people, it's like the majority of what you're saying Everyone. is exactly but what I, everybody's saying. Anybody that knows me knows how much against this I was, yeah. how much that I would never say any of this. Yeah. That I would, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not showing up on your doorstep going, can I talk to you about Jesus? <laughs> no, but- when we get to this next part, you fucking experience this. Yeah. Like, like, so coming out of, uh, out of Ibogaine, you know, I couldn't even move for another two or three hours. Like I tried and it, I had to lay in the bathroom for about an hour. Yeah. On when my you back. came out, hung out for a few seconds, looked around and then you went back to sleep on the couch. Yeah. yeah. I did go on the couch. Yeah. Like it was just uh, exhausting by the way. Like you, I don't know how to, the, the best is like when you do a 15 mile ruck after, after an exercise or something and you're just like, oh my God, I'm the tiredest I've ever been. Yeah. Now add a 70 mile ruck for your mind. Like it is just, that whole day was just like, you know, we yeah. were just gaining. It was like you got punched and knocked out and now it's just stars and it's like coming back kind of. You like, I remember like, because we couldn't eat, you have to fast before it. And I was saying the night before, oh, I'm going to eat as soon as I wake up. I didn't eat until the next night. Really? Yeah. I couldn't wait to eat. Like I was just eating like fruit and no, honey. I was and like, I couldn't I'm stop. good. Like yeah. I need, I need to. And even now, like I've, I've gone down to one meal a day. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, I, I do. don't even need it anymore. Yeah. Like, by the way, yeah. Coming out of this, I've not had a drop of alcohol. I've not even had a, a an inkling for any booze. Like I don't want it. Like I was saying, I don't. I don't want to damage my head anymore. Oh man. Like now that you experience like, yeah, I mean, a Thai life, they're going to love to hear that company out of Germany that, you know, is, is leading the charge in Ibogaine, yeah. you know, kind of development, you know, they're studying for, you know, for addiction right now. And it's arguably, not even arguably, it is the number one medicine on the planet to curb addiction. I mean, it just is. I drank to get drunk every single day since December 18th, leading up to the day that I had to, well, I, I took a little break for, no, that was, that was before I took a break before Christmas, but yeah, December 18th, I was hammered every night. Yeah. Um, and then I stopped during the time frame that they said you had to stop leading up to this yeah. and I haven't had anything since I haven't had a want or an urge. I got nothing. Yeah. So, but it works on both physical dependence and psychological dependence. So, I mean, it, 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 it just works on so many things. It's, it is such a weird drug, medicine, whatever you want to call it. Um, psycho-spiritual, physiological, um, you know, anti-addiction. It's just, it's, it, it it's is not from this planet. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 de, <laughs> it's defragging your hard drive. It's eliminating shit you don't oh, need. Man. It's rebooting your operating system. Like, and you learn how powerful your brain is. That's the thing that blew me away was just, you know, I was watching a memory of mine from a different angle from my eyes. Like, so I'm seeing myself from it. So my head was able to completely compile this memory, not from my vantage point, from somewhere else. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Your head has the power to do that. Yeah. It's, um, and, the, and the medicine allows you to do that. Right. I mean, that, that's, you know, I, I still keep, I mean, I still can't understand how well it works. Like I still, I still don't believe it. Right. I like I still like, keep seeing each person that goes and gets a treatment done and then they write a testimonial and I'm like, I, I can't believe I'm reading this again and again and again, how, you know, um, fucked up 
they may have been before, whether it's, you know, drinking or abuse or childhood trauma or whatever it was. Lack of compassion, lack of empathy, lack of love. All that we've experienced, impulsivity and, and just everything. And then you come out on the other side, literally like reborn, right? Yeah. Like you have, you're, you're able to ready to, like you're ready to start new, you know, new, new pathways in your brain. And that's the best part of it. When you come out of treatment, like this is your time right now to start generating those new patterns, patterns, behavior. everything, yeah. you know, and you can get rid of Walking, the old ones. Meditating, it's fucking, working out, like it's a, it's a, it's, eating healthy. it's cheating. It's yeah. taking 20 years of whatever type of therapy and injecting you with a bunch of, you know, steroids in, in a time machine and going, we're going to just do this in a weekend or a yeah. week. Yeah. So th- that night, like I've never felt that way before. A quiet mind is what we, what we all, it, you're not thinking about anything. You can't even tell what you, what you would be thinking it's about. Just, it's peace. It's like, it's pure peace. It's pure you're, peace. That's all I want. You're not thinking about what happened the night before. You all of a sudden, after that medicine all leaves your body at that like 24 hour, 25 hour mark, it's like, oh my God. And then we slept like we've never slept before that evening. And then we wake up, strap on in, motherfucker, because if that (laughs) wasn't enough, you went to hell. Now we're going to show you heaven. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Five MEO DMT. The toad. toad. Or, you know, like we say, it's the, the compound that your brain releases when you die. People claim that that's the, that's the uh, way to open the gateway for you to go to the next step. And that's God molecule, right? God molecule. And that's you're reading a book on that now, aren't you? I am. Yeah. God molecule. <laughs> and so that's, why, why yeah. is it called that? Uh, I'm asking you because you. Yeah. Well, they haven't really got to that yet, but I mean, <clears throat> they call it that because, because you know, like that's when you, that's when you experience it. I'm, I'm trying to find a way to to describe this um maybe maybe virtual reality let's would just be the talk, closest yeah yeah <laughs> let's just talk about like leading up to this like by the way you just got done with the most traumatic extreme experience that you will ever have in your life because even if you had trauma in your life you know watching a friend die in front of your eyes and everything like that now imagine reliving it in high definition right in front of your face and it's balling up every emotion that you had for 15 years and giving it to you at once. Yes, it's fucking awful. But now it's like, hey, this, okay, you did granddad where he beat your ass. Now you're going to go to mom and you're going to experience the divine. And one thing that I thought was very odd at first was when asking all the journey guys, like, how do you, how do you explain 5-MEO? They're like, it's, it's like knowledge. And you're like, what? I'm going to do something and I'm going to have knowledge. Like, how the fuck does that work? And then it's like, after I'm done, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I had knowledge. I have knowledge. I have I the it. knowledge. Yeah. I get yep, it now. Yep, yep. I get it. Like, yeah. Um, and again, you can't explain it. No. You, you were there for how, mine. How do you explain Nirvana? Right? You were in the room for mine. I was. So I have no idea what I did after I left. But leading up to it though, and he will be on this show. We won't say his name. I go second, by the way, because with 5MEO during this process, you go one at a time. So I'm second, but we split in two teams. So I'm second in my team. So first guy goes up. Two minutes go by. The most blood curdling shriek (laughs) I've ever heard in my life. And it wasn't one. He downshifted and kept going for about two solid minutes. 
is screaming and banging going on in the room right above me where they just said, hey, no, this one is very peaceful. This You don't have to be scared. I was there too for that. That was I'm like, cause he did entertaining. Front flip. He did front flip. He did front flip. Jesus. Uh, reverse front flip, like 180 front flip. It was pretty wild. There was a lot of banging. That's all I hear. You know, four then, feet, four feet above the covers. Right? Then he comes downstairs <laughs> smiling, but his face is wet like he's been weeping. And I'm like, awesome. I'm 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 in a blanket right here. And I go, You you want me to go do this after that? And he's like, What do you mean? That was amazing. And the journey guy's like, No, 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 don't tell don't him. Talk about like, it. Like, don't tell him, don't tell him. Because we're not allowed to talk to each other until we've all done it. And he didn't know that he screamed like, but that was terrifying for me downstairs. Like after it's like, okay, you're, you're telling us we're doing the two most powerful things that exist on the earth for your mind. And no, but this one's good. And now dude sounds like he's getting his shin sawed off by the cartel. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice cherry on top though. Once you, once you break through that, right. Once you get through the terrifying part, which takes (laughs) what seven seconds, 10 seconds, you go through that a little bit though. But then you come out and you explain it, right? I felt a little bit better. So you do the you do the handshake. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is is just you sitting up. You do you do a small a small dose um, to just kind of get used to the feeling. Oh man, I, I feel it right yeah. now. Now that I'm not walking myself through it, I'm like. Ooh. <laughs> so five five meo DMT is um, I think it's close to its cousin DMT, which is in ayahuasca. Yeah, but and everything that I've read but is that. DMT experiences and 5-MeO No, they're different. Night and day. No, no, they're totally yeah, different. Yeah. One's very visual. The DMT, 5-MeO is like a, that's why they, the God molecule. The God know? molecule. People, yeah. you know, they reach nirvana, God, so, get whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You, you go there, right? I, uh, so I came up, I took the next one. I came down, I came back up the third time, took the final. And when I went to lay back down, I fell through the mattress, through the entire earth, was picking up speed. Lapped the universe. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Did a quick lap around the galaxy. Uh, but again, like it's hard to explain because this isn't visual, but you are experiencing it. Yeah. I don't know how to define this. Like, I, and and while well, I'm in so there, that, I'm like, oh, this makes sense now. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I think it's when people talk about this oneness, which you know, what does what does that mean? Like everything's connected. Everything's yeah. cellular on a cellular yeah, level. Everything kind of boom. That's what that's what you that's what everyone's experiencing. It, yeah. If I could, if I could do a motion, right? You melted, right? Like you of, feel like you well, just melted away. Yeah, but I away. kept feeling the energy come in and almost circulate, and uh, and yeah, I, my I, two of my friends were there, but you, you don't see them. But I knew, I knew, Danny was off my left shoulder, Mike was on yeah. my right shoulder. Like it was like it was like when I broke through, they were like, "Wait, you're here." You don't see them, but I knew right away yeah. who was right. Like I got happy. I'm like, no shit the fuck are you like like it was like whoosh and they were like and then yeah you 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 kind of you settle into into what it is that yep. that all of this cycle is you see you see god yeah so it takes I all the feel evil the heat like the burning room the heat of god <laughs> the heat from the energy like seeing like yeah it's so i i don't know how to explain it but holy fuck i think you're doing a pretty good job yeah you know and then Coming back up, it was like, I do not remember lifting, but the second that was off and my journey guide was right there, it was, it was like, oh my God, I'm back. How long was I away? Yeah. I was so happy. Like, it was like, holy shit. And then it takes, yeah, it takes you about an hour to go, what the fuck just happened? What just happened? What the fuck just happened? 
Where'd I go? What is this? And again, knowledge, right? You know, but you have to die. You have to accept. uh, You have to die. Like it is a, it is an ego death again. Where you go, okay, is this it? The last thing I was hanging on to was my breathing. It was like I could still. I was still taking a breath. No, I remember you were. You were like most. um, You were struggling to like just kind of let go and let it work. You know, it was like balled up right here. And then once you let go, I guess that's when you said you felt like you. And it was the breathing. I was like, okay, I don't need to breathe because you do. You have this fear in there of what if this kills me? What if I'm the one that gets killed by 5-MeO-DMD? Right. But that is, that is holding on. Yeah. And that's when it was like, I finally was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't need to breathe anymore. Whoosh. Like, and that, and that's, that's another thing I think that we need to talk about for anybody that thinks that this is just like getting fucked up. Like if it was getting, if it, if it was just getting fucked up like like marijuana when you take a hit off of off a weed pen you take a big pull you hold it you blow it out you're high you feel it right with 5-MeO DMT you don't know how many times you're going to have to do it before before you have accepted and yep. go yeah yep. you could you could do it 10 times you, you could do it go. three like mine was three yep other people's were five like and that's where i think the proof is like hey this is legit yeah because you have to let it you have to allow it. You have to accept it. And then it decides when you're ready and goes, all right, let's go. Yeah. And then again, too, no matter how many times you rail on it again, it will not let you bust out once you, once you broke. And it's got just amazing uh, anti-inflammatory properties. And that's why also, again, you know, guys come out of these experiences just clear. Brain fog is gone. You know, maybe any swelling they've had may have been reduced. So it's just... You know, it's, it's hard to talk about what these are actually doing, or what you're experiencing and why you're getting so educated when you leave. And I think that's the part we have trouble explaining or the trouble of science explaining it, but we are researching it. That's a very frustrating part though for me yeah. was leaving, leaving you guys and then nobody that I could, I could talk to that gets it. Yep. And that was like, and even walking around other people, you're like, oh my God, you don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. Like, like I'm the only one here. <laughs> like, and, and, and I, I have an inherent need to talk to anybody that's, that's been through this because yeah. it's like, man, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, yep. and then coming out of there, I, I can't explain it. Like, and that's okay though. Right. I think that's what the coaches do a good job of saying, um, at least mine does still, uh, don't, don't put so much pressure on trying to understand every little thing. Like it'll naturally, like everything else, it'll naturally just come out. Right. Instead of you just going, you know, I had a friend, I was treated a year or two ago and he tried to really analyze what happened and it took him 30 days to pop out of it. And at the 30 day mark, he went, Oh, like I just, I was thinking too hard. Like I should have just like went on any, any, and it just happened. And he was good. You know, he was empathetic. He was full of love. He had a better relationship with his wife better relationship with his kids, but it took him 30 days after the treatment. I think that's where I'm at. Yeah. I think I think I'm I'm still dwelling on a it a little foggy, too much. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. again, this is that's why I call this a privilege. I really do think it is. Yeah. I don't think this is something that should just be, you know, everybody should be able to jump in and do it. I mean, this is no, you have to really hard it, work one. and yeah. really powerful shit. And you gotta, yeah, you gotta respect it. You gotta respect the process. You have to be willing to to do the process. So don't you cannot go in going, oh, I'm gonna skip. My interviews, I'm going to skip my 
journey guides. I'm going to skip my bad move. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You have to respect the process. You have to do it to the fullest and you have to open your mind up to it as well. Like you can and you can't, but you'll be, you'll be shown. I mean, I went in there with hard convictions and now those are gone. So change for life, right? Yeah. A hundred percent change for life. You know, uh, when I went, um, when I went to become an instructor, latter part of my career, one of the guys who'd been around for 30 years, he said something that was really powerful. He said, you know, all these guys, they think, you know, going to war now is just SOP, right? Because it's, you know, there's a war. There's been war going on since 9-11. He's like, that's a real privilege though. Like, you know, I look at it as, man, it was a real privilege to go to war because like you train and train and train. You Sometimes get the you can never get to do that. You job. never get to do that, right? I kind of feel it's the same way with this medicine is that war changes you for life. This changes you for life too. And really you got to be prepared. You got to respect it. You can't take it. Um, you can't be entitled just to say, oh, I, you know, I'm entitled to do this medicine. Like, no, man, you need to put in the work. You need to respect it. Uh, it's going to change your life. And you need to, uh, you know, you need to approach it that way. I mean, even just looking at the photo of the five of us, it was like, yes, one of those people there I've known for a long time, but the other guys I didn't. There's no one else I'll ever be closer to than those four individuals. Like, because you just, yeah, that weekend we just did some shit. The impossible. Like, and then yes, coming back and doing my research, seeing that there are some people that it takes them years to prepare themselves to get the courage to go do one of these. Right. We did both in a weekend. Yeah. Didn't really think too much about it, did you? No. I had a like, whole year to think until about now. It. Like, and and then now I'm reading these accounts and these testimonials and they're like, yeah, I chickened out seven times. Like, yeah. oh. And we oh. have that guys, you know, got guys and, and girls that put in applications. Um, we get them set, you know, for a weekend and they, you know, they, they back out, but you know, I get it. Yeah. They're not ready. You know, you got to be ready. And you got to go all in. Yeah, go all but in. But fuck, if you do, you come out the back end. Like, Every I think this is. has the power to really bring some of our our close, close friends back that we've watched deteriorate, that we watch just let these, the, the illnesses eat them up yeah, and go down bad practice. I mean, inherently, I think veterans as a whole are just, we get accustomed to bad practices and just drinking, bad drinking, so bad for you. Yeah. Drinking it's ambient, not, yeah, Adderall. Yeah, drinking All the ambient, stuff you used on deployment over yeah, and over again, right? All this stuff. It's like... And then you carry that over into the private sector, which doesn't really work. And you're just, you're just further impairing your brain. Yeah. Like, and it's just keeping those wounds open. So it's yeah, like, JT, yeah. I think that's what we have to educate is that the alcohol and all these other things are actually, when you told me outside, like it's, it's you're, you're killing yourself, right? You're yeah. killing your liver. You're killing your brain. Yeah. These medicines are healing your brain. Yeah. It's still people who don't understand, I think have some you know, recollection or live through the sixties and seventies kind of counterculture think these, you know, these things fry your brain. They, they actually, they actually build. No, your that brain. was something that <laughs> sitting down with the doctors. And that's a shocker for people listening right now who, who probably think I'm crazy, but these medicines are actually good for your brain. A hundred percent. And that we're hearing that from the scientists and the doctors. Yeah, I'm not making like, that up. These are, this is coming from research. I, I, I started asking all the questions I had that I was raised to believe. Like number one, I was told that LSD acid eats your brainstem. Doctors were like, absolutely not. Diet Coke does. L- LSD actually essentially lightens up your, it, it, it's like pumping adrenaline into your neurotransmitters and it, it, and it opens them up. Uh, LSD doesn't necessarily heal, but it, 
it it overcharges them to foster healing on its own if you continue a certain dose at a certain regimen regime mm-hmm. or anything like that. They said the same thing about uh, psilocybin is it doesn't necessarily go in and repair, but it heightens them up and it brings them up to where the the healing starts to start to happen on its own. Well, we're hoping, you know, uh, with a few studies that are happening now at BOGA or Ibogaine, um, there's research uh, that we're about to start to see if the medicine actually does repair the brain, really? like physically repair the brain. And so I think it's pretty exciting. Um, we're going to start this study uh, in the next two months, be 30 individuals, they'll get brain scans, uh, they'll do a bunch of tests, they'll go do... Can I be tested? You absolutely can. I'm down. You're already, you're already healed. I'm ready. You, you can't go back. Yeah, but, but I, I, I want to see how healed <laughs> I can get. <laughs> but I, think it's, I think it's super exciting because like you said, um, wow, if these, at least the preliminary research has shown that that's what it does, but now they have to do a full-on clinical yeah. trial. So I mean, I feel better... I think better, I process better. Like two days ago, I was, I was like on a roll. Like yeah. the fact that I could pull things out of my memory, I didn't think I had, I had, it, it was just like, oh my God, like this is, this is hard. This is charging now. Like it's, we're on turbo. It's exciting, right? Cause some, I mean, think about some of your buddies that what Have they're just experiencing right now. Yeah. 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 And then they can get to the point where you're at. I want to see them back. Yeah. Like I'm excited. Too. Um, you know, I'm donating to you guys today. Uh, which, Are you really? Of course. That's news. Uh, but we, so, we, so we always I, need donations. I charge everybody else, you know, anybody out there, like your donations are going directly to a veteran going down and getting somebody that needs this going down and getting treatment. And 100%. essentially every, every $3,500, we can treat another person. So that, that is a direct reflection like yeah. of you will know exactly how much you're doing when, when, when rolling in with you guys. So I, you know, I've got, I've got some specific people that I really want to help and, uh, and, yeah. and, and see and, and hear their testimonials as they come back because they're leaders in coming from my career field. So I'm very excited for that. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for more healing stuff is great. Every time, you know, Aaron and I get, uh, we get frustrated, you know, we deal with a lot of crap, like, like everybody does with starting a business or a charity. Um, but every time I read a testimonial, it's, uh, it's, it's so uplifting. There's just no way to describe this. Yeah. Like it's so. Just got to experience it. Yeah. Line you got to do it. And hopefully, hopefully we see it open up, become more and more common yeah. as we continue the research and the studies. As long as, you know, you guys leading the charge and making sure all the checks and balances, all the legalities, everything is done correctly is what is going to get this stuff eventually recognized and, and, Available on a wider scale. Yeah, so, I mean, that's so, what we're doing is, you know, we're not doctors. Like I say, we have, you know, all the, the treatments teams that you're talking about are just phenomenal and they know the medicine and work with the medicine, but we're just, we're just the voice, right? We're a fundraising arm, we're an education arm, research, uh, advocacy, you know, we're changing laws. I mean, yeah. right now it's insane what's going on. So uh, yeah, we'll just keep going. You guys are a blessing to the veteran community and I would tell anybody to look into veterans exploring treatment solutions. Marcus Capone, 
Thanks, uh, brother. Go read their Time magazine article oh. about him and Amber. It really explains your journey, yeah. uh, which will have you back to to, to tell us your whole yeah. history. Whenever. That. that was a scary article when it came out. Because like like <laughs> you said, don't know what's direction. It's kind of the first go. time we sp- spoke out about this because this is not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first reaction was, oh, fuck, you know? But then every time I read the article, I said, yeah, actually, this is actually a pretty good article and it tells a story. It embellishes a little bit like <laughs> media does, but it's all right. Awesome. It's all good, man. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, Thanks for being a fan, JT. Yeah, thanks for being a fan. (laughs) Thank you.